Hello, listeners. This is the NPG podcast. Le topic du mois. Ooh, I don't understand French. Mexican. He spoke. He spoke <laughs> them Italian. No me gusta le topica. I don't. Well, now he's speaking Canadian. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> oh, my topic theory is going to be something that's a real doozy. I tell you. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> so let me take you back in time. Oh, here we go again. Story time again. <laughs> let me take you. All right, trip all right, Mister Peabody. <laughs> Quiet you. Quiet you. <laughs> Beat you. Fuck. You totally did too, even with the lag. Shit. So, I pose this question to you with scientific evidence. Has piracy ruined gaming in general? Are Scientific Brian? exam. You go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. Steve, I'm completely lost on this one. I want to know your okay. reasoning. So, scientific example. I'm going to take you literally, I'm actually going to take you back in time here to like 1998. I will admit to having been in the receiving end of a pirated copy of StarCraft II. I did buy it afterwards, like two years after, after I broke my pirated disc. But I'm part of the problem. I will, I, will admit, I will admit to that. Now, back then, you could pirate a game like StarCraft, and you wouldn't have a problem. You could pirate a game like Quake, Quake 2, Quake 3, Quake 4, Quake Arena. Hell, anything. But nowadays, you can't pirate shit. If you all recall, the whole thing at E3, oh, the PlayStation 4 is going to be always online, people! Constant background oh, checks to yeah. make sure you're doing everything, doing everything right. Always online. Well, they fucking turned that right around, didn't they? So, wait, that was now, Xbox. Was it Xbox? I thought it was PlayStation. That's Xbox. Okay, there you go. Xbox. And they turned that fucking right around. That's right. And PlayStation was like, you don't have to be always online for us. Same thing that they were going to do with uh, second uh, secondhand games, right? And they turned that fucking right around. So, now, it is fucking nigh impossible to pirate. I think it's nigh impossible, I would say. It's very difficult to pirate a PC game because a lot of them now even rely solely on online, online functionality. And I know there are some servers that are just set up just to like be used specifically for this secret pirate community. And I, I'm sure if you can get a game from Steam, you can probably pirate it like uh, like an indie game such as like um, Starbound or Minecraft, something like that. But the big end games, like let's say Overwatch, I don't think you can pirate something like Overwatch. No. Oh, I, yeah. I want to say that that used to actually happen with uh, a game, with an online game. You used to be able to pirate it. Quake 3? <sighs> Yeah, it was Quake. Never mind. Oh, sure. Now, the question is, I guess, way back when you had your cartridge-based games, 
I'm sure there were ways you could rip the cartridges, but like you couldn't fucking pirate shit then. As soon as things started going to disc, then piracy started happening. Most, I mean, more more prevalently, anyways. And I, I was also on the receiving end of a uh, modded Dreamcast. That was fun. I got to enjoy many of the, uh, the titles. It wasn't mine, though. It was a friend's. I swear. But the question is now, with all this forced online, are games now ruined? Is, is, is the question. Not now, obviously. It's not a new thing. But how, how do you guys feel about always online games? I, I'm, I'm, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think piracy is really going to end anything because I think all it does is bring stricter measures of, or stricter checks. And DRM got really fucking hardcore too. So I don't think it's ruined it. I just think it makes shit less, um, or more tedious in some, some regards. There you go. So not so much ruining it, but just giving you extra steps that you got to fucking extra hoops to go through. Like I can't even fucking play. What is that? I can't, I can't even play Terraria without like signing into steam. Right. Like I paid for that shit. I need, I need, I need to be signed in to play it. I don't know. I, that's not a good discussion for me since I, I, I don't pirate games. You pirate thief, you. I haven't pirated a game since 98. Did you pirate a game in 98? I did. That's more then than you, Then you still right? pirated. <laughs> Fine. Dirty, filthy pirate. Arr. Arr. Does emulation count as piracy? Matt? No, if you own the game, it doesn't. That's true. You got it. You are correcto. Ryan, say some words at me. Being always online doesn't bother me in general. Um, for somebody who hasn't been online for months. Exactly. Um, but even if I was still online, it still wouldn't bother oh. me. When Xbox came out and said, hey, you're always going to be online, I was like, okay, sure. It's like for the people that don't have internet or have very limited internet because for some reason there's some sort of uh, cap on how much uh, our speed is in the U.S., which is dumb. But to me, in once again, it's going to go... I think it really depends on the what your age is. For me, piracy ruined gaming for me when I realized there was nothing special about it anymore. And what I mean by that, when we talk about games, you know, like when we were kids or what we grew up on, there's a sense of, you know just being a child again and having this sort of whimsy uh, about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and we remember like, oh, you remember this game? Yeah, I played that at a friend's house or uh, or this game or that game. And you have these mem- and you have these great memories about it. And that could all be, you know, just because, you know, childhood in general. But I had a Dreamcast. I bought a Dreamcast. I I had a few games on it, got rid of it because PlayStation came by, was already there and, well, kicked its ass. Let's just call it what it is. Um, and then I went back and I bought a Dreamcast again later on in life. 
and I use the modding trip and rip CDs. I'll say it. I don't give a shit. Um, and I was playing all these different games, but it it wasn't there anymore. Like, I don't have anything against the Dream... I love the Dreamcast. I think it's a great system. Uh, it, I think it segued very, very, very well into online gaming, uh, eventually. So, to me, pirating for me is ruined gaming because it's just like, I can, I can get this shit. Like, if I really wanted to, anytime, I could do it. And, and thank you for leading me to my next point. Okay. In my days of Dreamcast piracy. <clears throat> sailing the high seas. Sailing the high seas. Oh, Dreamcast piracy, I tell you. It was never the same after that. Arr. My eyes, I tell you. <laughs> They burn from the salt in the sea, they do. So anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like getting off topic there, boy. <laughs> um, so it's in, there's that as well. So as soon as you start crossing over into the world of, uh, of piracy and downloading whatever the hell you want from the other side of the coin, then what else is there? Great. You got a stack of 20 games. The thrill is gone. Yeah, you go to you go to the library. You pick up No Man's Sky. That's all you got. You play it because you got nothing else. Yep. You have a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo, or in your case, I guess a PlayStation Two, because that's where you started. And that was a joke. Mm-hmm. And you play it. You play it through because you got nothing else. When you have everything, what the fuck do you do? You what do you do then? Everything. No, you get you you play it for five minutes and you're like, yeah, whatever. I'll move on to the next one. You do that and so on and so forth until you got nothing left. You've already, you've played your five minutes through it. And you're done with it. You say, okay, well, I, I played, I played Zombie Revenge. I played House of the Dead 2. What the fuck now? Move on to the next big thing. Before you know it, your Dreamcast is sitting in the corner because you've played, quote unquote, everything. Tried everything. Tried everything. Yeah. I say it was yeah, a quote you unquote. Did, yeah, you didn't play it. And you know, once again, first world problem, right? Um, but exactly. That is exactly what that is. In, in like with what we're with like Bird Theory and what I was doing before, I would get game codes in, and either I played them myself or I distributed them. But then, it, like I look at some of the stuff now, and like even as early as you know, Nerd Theory is, you know, get trying to get developed into or established. Uh, rather, I'm still getting these fucking codes in. It's just like. I can't do this shit. I don't <laughs> like right. Oh, poor you. <laughs> but like, I can't seriously, <laughs> I, I can't, you know, play the games that I actually bought because I have, well, to, I don't uh, buy games. So send me some shit. Yeah. Well, but they're like, I'm not going to get gears of war. Like, right. A lot of these games are like, um, RPG, JRPGs or uh, PC games from new developers, and things like, which is cool. That's perfectly fine. But it's just kind of like, oh, odd. What am I going to do with all these games? And that's what, me, what got me thinking about like when I got the Dreamcast again. And I started playing all these games. It's like, I don't... I don't know. It, just doesn't, hit, it doesn't hit me as hard. In a good way. Bad the damn. thrill of the hunt is gone. Yeah. The thrill of running to the store and seeing yep. that that copy of 
Super Smash Brothers Melee isn't there, and you go on the internet and you buy it, and you're like, "Fuck you!" And you get it delivered two weeks later, and then you're like, "Yes, it's mine!" And then you play the shit out of it, and then you go to the Walmart the next day and you find out it was there. That's also a lot of that too has just to, um, I think has to do with how we just play games in general nowadays because, like, like your your online games especially, if you don't buy it the first week it comes out, you're left in the fucking dust. And that's it. Because there's people who will always be playing all fucking day long. Like Call of Duty Black Ops 3. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I did not get in it that late. And shit. Like everybody like, prestige like three times yeah. or something. Yeah. Like fuck. How the fuck do you people do this? Yeah. Madness. Um, you uh you maybe kind of realize why I like that thrill of getting the game. I think it's because when I downloaded games, I never really got a sense of ownership. But if I go to the store and buy it, I own it. I don't I don't get that rush when I download a game online. Either like Rock Band 4 is a new uh, expansion that you could actually buy as a physical copy, I guess. No, you can't. It's going to come as a code. But I went ahead and bought it, and I don't feel excited about it. It just... Yeah. Me... It's like I was saying the same way, like if I go on the PlayStation store, like right now there's Battlefield Hardline for three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. And but the chances are if I bought that and download it, I'd never fucking play it. I thought they did the same thing with Battlefield Four. They might have. I but, did. Oh you did? Okay. Uh yeah, so it's just like oh God. It also leads to <laughs> I like I asked the question one time, is there, is there too many games out there? It's like, no, fuck you. There's no such thing as too many games. I think maybe there is now. <laughs> in, in our in the sense of, like, I can't play everything. Um, I don't know, man. It's. I think it just comes down to who you are in general, where you're at in life. And... I don't know. I just think... Uh, Especially Americans, we just have this need to have everything at our disposal. Um, and that's no good because if you do that, then what do you have for what do you have to look forward to? So, pretty well. Anyway. I don't think it's ruined it. I just what's going on, everybody? Brian here with the Nerd Theory Channel and MPG Podcast. If you like what you saw, please support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com/backslash Nerd Theory.